Monogamish contains content intended for mature audiences. The views expressed here are for entertainment purposes only. Please enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Justina. And, and we're, we're monogamish. monogamish. Ooh, today we have some bonus extras for you guys. Behind the scenes footage. This is some we deep do. behind the scenes stuff right here. Yeah, deep. We're, we're getting in the deep. So we have our producers. I know. Who are also in lifestyle. Actual guests today. Yeah. So uh, we are uh, part of the production crew for uh, Monogamish. Mm -hmm. And we are also uh, in the lifestyle uh, pretty pretty heavily. And yeah, yeah, we. uh, I think that we're also probably some of the youngest, most stable. We're like, yeah, we're 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 like fresh meat essentially. Sometimes I feel like we've actually been looked at like that once. Um, We went to one of the parties about a month ago, and we were like the youngest there by at least fifteen years. Oh wow! Okay, so two questions. Okay, a but first. Introduce them. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Which is what I was getting to. Oh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> we got it! <laughs> well, I, I, I guess a question. What's your name, Andrew? Gomez? Gomez. Gomez. <laughs> so, Trish and Andrew, we, my first and secondary question is this. Is how did you get in Lifestyle and how you ever became a part of this crazy crew? I know. And then... <laughs> Well, when we fir- we want to know your story. So when we first started uh, dating, we all we kind of joked about like having threesomes and group sex and all that stuff. Yep. We didn't really know if there was that kind of community around there because we've heard there can be those parties that happen, but. And keep in mind, so keep in mind, this was stuff. a completely different state uh, and a completely like a completely different set of our own life. Um, we, I think, I vividly remember us uh, kind of talking and almost arguing about it around my 21st birthday mm-hmm. and because like there was jealousy back then mm-hmm. and oh, like, yeah. um, and like we, like it was one of those things like, you know, when I was, I had a few drinks in me, it seemed like a fine idea, but in the cold light of day, I was like, I don't know if I can really manage or handle that. Um, but then, uh, later on down the road, actually, once we moved uh, out here to Denver, mm-hmm. it was a mutual friend of ours. I call him Rockstar. Yeah. And uh, he, his first words to me were, oh, my God, you're so short. That's so fucking hot. So fucking hot. And I'm like, uh, yeah, nice to meet you. My name's Trish. Uh, <laughs> and uh, right. he, uh, he, got, he talked to me a lot, and he talked to me about how it was really cool. I was really respectful of my husband and, like, you know, that he was in this lifestyle and that, you know, like, we had had kind of, like, a flirtation with it before, but it wasn't never, um, like, something that – it was, it was like something that we had talked about, like as a fantasy kind of thing, but never really brought it to a real table. And uh, Rockstar uh, actually was able to be like, "Well, what if I brought somebody in for, you know, for him?" And then you know, like you know, we he's got our deal, time right? together. Yeah, basically. Uh, and then he was kind of one of those that you know, he's an artistic style. Uh, we hang out with a lot of those. Uh, they're kind of We're very bohemian. <laughs> yeah, as you can say we are. Okay, um, you guys. So I want to do this. I kind of want to dial back. I feel like you guys are like, you know, because I think it's hard to, to share your story. Oh, yeah, and I we have feel such like a shorthand with us, so, yeah. You do. Okay. And so let's – I want to dial back, back and figure out how did you guys meet? So we actually met through a mutual friend back in New Mexico. Um, she was going to college with my best friend. Um, we'll call him – T. T. 
And um, we had actually, for Black Friday, he had convinced me to go out because that Friday we had done all the early morning shopping and I was already fucking zonked. I didn't want to do anything. I was already at home sleeping. But he convinced me, oh, let's go get some, like, dinner. We'll go get some dinner. We'll go see a movie. I was like, all right, fine. So we go to this place But wait, I want to put a note here. I want to put a note here because, like... The community that we lived in was, like, five separate towns, like, 20 minutes apart from each other. Not, like, one big city. It was, like, a really small yeah. village yeah, kind of very, thing. very, very, very small. So for them to go from one small town that they lived in... To another small to town. To another small town to eat at a Mexican restaurant and then go to the bigger city to go watch a movie isn't something people usually do. So, like, yeah. T was, I think, literally bringing him to meet me in a way. And so, and we well, had, we had actually... Yeah, yeah we, now they really think about it because <laughs> you there's plenty of places to go in Farmington. Yeah. But... We went to to Aztec yep. first. I said the towns, whatever. But yeah, so we. But it was one of those things where um, we had actually run into each other a couple times because we went to rival high schools, but mm-hmm. we were both in drama club. Yeah. So like we met um, at a theater competition. Uh, we went. We ended up going to the same movie once. It was just kind of. But it was one of those like serendipitous things where we only got together once we were, I think, mature enough for each other. Right. So, yeah. So we just circled each other. It was really cool. <laughs> Yeah. So okay. So then you guys, you guys meet. You guys end up, and I know your story, so I know that you guys kind of met in the drama world, <laughs> correct? Yeah. yeah. And then, how did you guys start dating? And so lifestyle clearly wasn't a piece so, of that initially. No. Uh, originally, I took him out for his birthday mm-hmm. and took him to a movie and went to Denny's because that was pretty much the only thing to do in our yeah. little small city. And very two, vanilla. It was either that time. or bowling. Like, that was the only thing we really had to choose from. <laughs> and, Bowling's uh, awesome. It is, but it's very <laughs> vanilla. Oh, my God. Uh, so we, yeah, so I took him out on our first date. We went and saw Australia. and It was that between, it was either between Australia or Punisher Warzone. That's one of the two <laughs> movies that we had <laughs> that were interesting because it was like, or it was like some few other movies. I was like, eh. But it was, uh, one, of the, it was one of those things that like uh, in the, within that three hour movie, uh, we. It was a three hour <laughs> It was a three-hour movie. Uh, I think we were making out, like, not even halfway through. Yeah. Um, And it was just, uh, I remember our third date was uh, animated mouse movie. And, no, uh, I think one of our most dearest dates was uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Yeah. We sat in the car after that and uh, just kind of, like, cuddled in the back seat. Yeah. We kind of, like, that's kind of, like, was our, like, like bonding moment. That's kind of how we kind of. Yeah. Grew to trust each other, even though like it was, we was in my uh, really shitty Oldsmobile Achieva that had the <laughs> windows broken out that was taped together. Yeah. <laughs> so oh when you God, guys, so after you guys Fresh started starts. dating, then how did you guys? So how long did you date before you got married? Uh, <laughs> eight and a half, <laughs> eight years. half years. But in that time, we actually went. Uh, really, you I, guys are so young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we got together. We got together really young. Um, you, she she I took me out for my twentieth. So my 20th entire twenties were us together. Yeah. Um, so, and then we went to college together and we actually ended up taking a few classes and that's one of the things that I like kind of talk about as one of the pillars of our success. We took personal communications. Yeah. So we actually took, uh, like a class that showed us different love languages and different, um, ways to communicate. It was practically like couples therapy before we needed it. Mm -hmm. And so having that and like literally taking that class together at the same time um, really kind of helped us when we, you know, started talking about the lifestyle and stuff really kind of opened it up in a way that we could really just 
explain ourselves openly in a way that we, you know, I mean, every, every longstanding couple has a shorthand, but I think that that class gave us those tools super early on in a way that we can, you know, develop that trust and have a really strong trust bond together. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) And so when, who proposed? When did that come along? It was after we shot a horror movie. (laughs) Yeah, it was after we shot Hardly Romantic. I don't remember was who that, asked. You were bald. I was bald. I was straight <laughs> bald. Head for the movie. Um, yeah, I don't remember who asked who. I think we it was both, just, it we, was one of those things, like, it was about time. Yeah. Like, all of our friends, I mean, half our friends already decided we were married. Um, and we had people who uh, addressed me as the wife or him as the husband anyway. They'd always ask so. about yeah. Trish. They'd refer to her as, oh, how's your wife doing? I hope she's doing great. I remember making an announcement on social media and like the picture that I used and how much fun that was because like it was the most like, popular finally. I'd ever been. <laughs> yeah, well, social media is the only way that we determine actual relationships. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then we were, uh, so we opened up our relationship in February of 2016. Mm-hmm. And then got married in October of 2016. Yeah. So we were actually open before we got married as kind of not necessarily as a way to test ourselves or anything, but just as a way to like kind of, I don't know, test waters and kind of, you know, really, really see that trust to like hold. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's awesome. been uh, four and a half years later or three and a half years later. Yep. That's where we've been. I mean, in the lifestyle. Well, I think that's one of those things. I think if it's core issue, if you are open and if you are, um, you know, whatever your sexual proclivities may be, I think that it's important that you establish it early on in a relationship or before marriage, mm-hmm. if that's where you're at in your relationship versus after. And, and we see a lot of times so many couples who try to pull somebody in. Right? right, and that's mm-hmm. not what they we use want. It as a band-aid. It's not a band-aid. It's not a band-aid. No. So if you know what you're walking in, eyes wide open. I relate to that very well with Mike because that's how our relationship is, right. for sure. Right. No, absolutely. So you made a you made a comment earlier about parties, and they, um, you guys feel like you, I, and I, I. I believe this. I think you do really represent more of the younger generation of lifestyles. So tell us your definition. Well, I would say that we have kind of been more exploring polyamory lately than than just straight swinging. Um, It kind of started out as straight swinging, but um, the community is, like, so diverse and just there's so many different um, wonderful people that we've gotten to know over the time. That um, I've I find myself kind of switching gears a little bit and like uh, it's been I don't know a little bit more because a lot of it is the uh, like the attention that one gets and stuff like that and that is kind of amplified when it's kind of like I always call it four uh, like forty chess dating kind of thing yeah. you know because when it's double dates yeah when it's double dates it's really hard to like make sure that everybody's having good chemistry all at mm-hmm. once. And, like, we like to do things, like, where we take people on experience dates. So instead of just taking them to a restaurant, we'll take them to a place that's, like, a sushi belt kind of place. So it's half yeah. experience, half food. Um, or, like, we like, a, a you know, several different activities. And, like, but we can do that together as, like, a double date kind of thing. But we also like doing that separately. Um, and we have, like, you know, rules about, like, what time what time zones are, like, available for each person. Because, um, like, we work different schedules 
And uh, there's just a, a lot of different elements that we um, are constantly like rechecking with each other and like expanding upon. Um, it's been something new probably every six months or so. So when we did first start out, it was we actually did sort of play together. Like we would play together, we'd be same room and everything. And then there was a point in time where it was – Trish wasn't really getting as much action as I was. It was really becoming uneven. So that's when she kind of proposed, well, why don't we give each other hall passes as a way of maybe not just evening out, but just kind of yeah. evening it out. But Yeah, it was kind of evening the play field because yeah. like at a certain point after after a certain a great summer, honestly, a really fun summer with some friends of ours that we had like met. The second summer we were like in the lifestyle because our yeah. first summer, we, we, we first year we opened up, we were like, okay, we're open. We don't know what to do. What do we do We're now, gonna dip you know? our toes and like you know we. Uh, I think it was it was first one club that's closer to our place, and then we went to uh, kind of the more well known club um, through a friend of ours. Like we met a mutual friend, and then I got into the burlesque shows, and that really kind of got our, our us kind of sashaying into uh, which is kind of always our way. We always kind of get into whatever we lifestyle become, we're in through art. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh-huh. just, it's always been kind of our we, way. We so. always somehow become like, I'll, I'll do the photography for some people or something, or we'll be performers or we'll be an MC or something. Yeah. Like we're, we're really good at like showing off our worth in terms of like, oh yeah, we can enhance the party by bringing in our talents and stuff. Where do you see this going for you guys in the future in terms of the lifestyle? I mean, there's so many different, um, so like I have, uh, orgies. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> lots orgies and lots of orgies. <laughs> so I have what I like to call my fuck it list, which yeah. is, you know, a bucket list for yeah. all of the lifestyle things that I want. And, uh, that's pretty extensive. I've crossed some things off, which is really fun. Uh-huh. Um, some things like, you know, not necessarily like cross off, but like they become, you know, like, Oh, I know, really like that. I want to that's going to that. become, yeah, that's going to become a regular thing. Um, what did you tell Brandon that one time? And you said, um, I used to have, um, being spit, uh, spit, spit roasted, roasted <laughs> on my fuck it list. And now I just really enjoy it. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> how I think that's exactly how I put it. But, um, yeah. And it's one of those things that those kinds of fantasies I'm looking to fulfill. Um, I honestly, on the whole, I'm looking to kind of expand our like relationship into like a full, like polycool kind of situation, yeah. which is, um, one of those where it's, you know, a designer dynamic, uh, there's multiple people involved, that kind of thing. Um, I, I want to find somebody for Gomez. Um, yeah, that's where we're at right now because – can I tell this story? Go ahead. It feels like there's a lot you have to do to kind of get in with a lot of these groups and stuff. You have to yeah. – sometimes you have to be a part of a Facebook group to know when the party is going to be happening. Know a few people that are there so you can have someone to talk to at the party so you can eventually know more people. And vouching is important. And being vouched in, within, for within community. Absolutely. Reputation is something that is really – got to build really a is. really, really big reputation. Well, it's really hard to build a reputation when you're a couple, but only one person is on the groups. Yep. So I was a part of the groups, but Trish wasn't a part of any of the groups. So for, I was actually able to for meet. For various reasons. Well, I was able sure. to meet some people when we were actually able, I was able to get invited to a party. Actually, it was, uh, you, you snagged a photography gig. I did. I did snag a photography gig with someone. They thought we were cool enough to invite us to their party. So that's what it was. Awesome. 
And then that's when she met the two people that she's currently having a long time, longer term. A, 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 a bigger relationship than what I imagined. Like, I kind of like, so I'd always kind of imagined kind of like a hall pass, like, you know, just like, oh, when I have time, I'm going to go see somebody, you know, like, you know, he's at work. I've got an afternoon free and mm-hmm. so is he. So I'm just going to go pop over. Um, it's become more than that. So do you consider it more long-term play partner or do you consider it more of just a peripheral relationship? At first, it was more friends with benefits. It was more just like, you know, casually meeting up. Um, it, it has changed over the last couple of months with one of them particularly. And so, yeah, it's 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 new waters, but it's something that, you know, slowly wading into. So you guys are t- – this is so interesting to me because we, you know, we talk and I know you guys are always behind the scenes. But yeah, we watch everybody. So it's kind of cool to kind of tell our story too. Exactly. <laughs> well, because now it's like – so what, what I heard you say is so – you're looking for somebody for Gomez to be more of a poly partner as well. But then you, because you already have long-term partners. I, I mean, I wouldn't say long-term at this point. I'm I'm taking it one step at a time and there's no expectations or prospects, anything, you know, like we're all just kind of taking it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, it does seem like it could go on a while if I wanted it to. And if it, if it allowed itself to, I'd like to. Um, but it's not one of those things that, um, you know, I don't think about, letting him like letting them meet my mom or my brother right. or, you know like we're not they're not that kind of stage yet i like to eventually get there where i'm like you know he has somebody i have somebody we introduce them probably together you like this is our this is our dynamic because like my and i know that we're going to get to that eventually but my mom and brother do know but it's one of those things that they see how happy i am and that's all that they really care about mm-hmm. and so other than that like they don't need no details they didn't they don't know but if I were to bring somebody that be like this person makes me as happy as my husband does, they would be as accepting of of them. I think. Oh, that's awesome. I would hope so. So, how does that make you feel, Gomez? I've I've told I've told her I've been envious about it, like genuinely, like you know, why can't I find someone like that as well? You know, I've I've told her about that. So, and we've had those discussions where she'd say, "Well, would you like me to stop talking to this certain individual?" And I'd be like, "Well, you don't have to." And do well, you- I mean, they don't have to. I mean, but like, right. No, I don't want you to. But right, because right. like you know, we we trust each other as individuals, yeah. and to know that like you know, if if a di- you know if if something's truly changing, we're gonna come to talk about it first before anything actually truly mm-hmm. happens. It's not like because I remember on a post I said something about I'm not into doing things my husband doesn't know about. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I'm not, and vice versa. I want to be, if you have a partner and, you know, like I want them to know that right. I'm, I'm doing these things mm-hmm. with you. Um, and so like, uh, yeah, and that goes for everything. Not just, you know, not just the fun playtime stuff, but like if I caught feelings or somebody else caught feelings, I would immediately bring it to him. So, right. and like, and I think that, um, instead of, uh, instead of like stopping one another though, like we're trusting enough to actually allow each other to you know play in our relationships. I want it to be more equal, so I w- would want to wait until he at least has a prospect or two to like you know kind of feel out that relationship with. Yeah. And so we're taking it yeah. slowly. Well, there's a lot of trust involved, right? Mm-hmm. If because if you're sharing your primary partner with somebody else, there has to be trust. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. So, do you, have you met her new partner? Oh yeah. We not only did we meet initially at the party. I mean, I've ran into. I mean. Um, the one that she's talked to the most is actually sharing a house with someone who I was talking to, and they're sharing the same house, which is actually kind of interesting. It was super interesting. And uh, they have a whole story, which I'm not going to get into because yeah. it's their story. Yeah. But, uh, but um, yeah, so like we're it's it's uh, it's a 
big community, but it's a connected community. Yeah. So there's been a lot of ways that we've kind of run into these same people in a lot of different ways. Like, for instance, one of the uh, parties we went to, uh, he uh, one of them was there. Actually, the one I've been talking to more was there. And um, we had a good time that night, and it was one of those things that we, uh, like, uh, it's because he knows people who knows people who, um, you know, like, we're all connected in this really same big, mm -hmm. really big community. Mm. Um, but, yeah, and it's uh, it's a really fun time. It's a lot of, you know, communication and, you know, like, checking in and not even, like, at the parties or my favorite part, actually, I think, is debriefing on the way home, like, you know, how was that for you? What did you like? What didn't you like? What didn't work? That kind of thing. Right. Like, that kind of like that conversation towards the, you know, towards the end of it is like one of my favorite things. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. We wanted to thank you guys for tuning into Monogamish, where open minds want to know. If you would like more of us or you want more Monogamish, please support us and visit our website at monogamish.com or our Patreon page. And don't forget, there's a dash between the M and the I. Perfect. We also want to note that we are going to be having a contest soon. We are? Um, yes, I'm very excited. Um, we need a lot of feedback. It's going to be kind of fun. We're going to be giving away some fun prizes. Um, and so look for more details on that coming out soon. So now this is a unique question that we really haven't got the chance to ask, but you guys yeah. are pretty young and still have the option. Um, what about children? No. Yeah. We're not interested in having children right now. I think that later on in life, if we really get the urge, adoption might be the way we go. Okay. Um, I just, I don't see, for a lot of other reasons, I don't see the reason to bring... Um, more people bring a small person into yeah. this. Um, I just I don't I I personally don't have uh, patience for for children. Um, I do like you know other people's kids. It's you know I just don't think I'd be a really good decent parent, and so I'm not going to put myself in that position. And I'm I you know, I'm selfish, uh, yeah. and I like being selfish, and I like being. Um, well, we finally got to a point where we're a little more comfortable with ourselves, and we're like, okay, well, I'm going to try and live life like this for a little while longer without having to worry about. A child. We right. had you know? we had always said that we wanted to make our dreams come true first. We wanted to be you know successful in our art and like you know be well off you know well off and that kind of thing before we even had the idea of doing it because I wanted to not work and have kids. I wanted yeah. to spend time with them if I had children. But I, I mean things can happen. Do that. But there are, are we're actively taking measures. Yeah, and to not have kids. I mean we we're very protective. Like even among us, and I'm this is first time I'm actually pointing this out. We still use condoms between us, yep. like when we have sex between us. I mean, well, I've tried a couple of different birth controls, but there's always been a complication. Yeah. So. Get the parts ripped out. <laughs> 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 I thought of I it. Say I, have. I have no girl parts, but they won't do it till you're almost forty. So you got a minute before. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we've 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 taken precaution, like like even to this day. I mean, I honestly, it's kind of a weird thing to say, but I honestly can't ejaculate without a condom at this point oh interesting huh. yeah which has been actually really helpful in the lifestyle because everyone of course like you know condoms always is like usually most everyone's number one rule and for those that it isn't that's kind of a weird rule it's a weird it's a different community yeah, it's okay. um so like but i've i've noticed that with some people it is really hard to go because like you know they don't go with condoms with their own partner and stuff like that and so then to turn around and then use condoms with somebody new it makes it kind of hard with them whereas you're always I'm gonna like, be good because right. it's like yeah, yeah you're good yeah 
That's but amazing because that that is a very real thing. I it think is because while most people in lifestyle do play with condoms, not everybody does because right. we check tests, we do all of those different things oh, yeah. to make sure. And if you have trusted long term partners, um, you know, so that's a that's a super interesting fact. I kind of like it. Yeah. So I want to know more about how has the how has kind of being in lifestyle and finding a big community. How has that like benefited you guys? I feel like it's actually made me feel a lot more confident in myself because the community is so supportive of itself and it doesn't feel like, like it feels less judgmental. I feel like I'm, I'm part of something, you know, I don't feel like aside from a few people that I've ran into in the lifestyle, everyone's been really cool about being around each other and being, you know, hanging around each other or just, Having yeah. sex with each other. Yeah, you know? I mean it's a it's a bunch of different levels because there's the social level. There's the you know like I, I I know your face. We've seen each other at other parties. You know we can you know like how's how's your thing going on? Like if you remember those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's like honestly, this is the happiest I've ever been. Oh, and like yeah, I've me too. I've always I'm a, I've always been a person that like lives my own reality and like makes things happen for myself. Um, and like some of some of my fondest memories are are in the lifestyle. Some of them are completely you know separated from the lifestyle itself. Um, but yeah, no, like this is um, like between like you know the fun things like the attention and like you know like the dressing up can be fun. It's not always fun, but for yeah, it can mm-hmm. be fun. Um, but the attention and the, yeah, the real community bonds, like this is the strongest, most honest community Mm -hmm. I've ever seen. Um, and they're quick to, um, they're quick to include until they, until somebody gives them a reason to exclude. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest. That's one thing I do like too. Everyone's accepted in until you start like. You know, I'm gonna fill you up without asking, you know, or without, you know, I'm gonna cross some boundaries right now. Right. Oh. Well, and there's other types of there's other types of uh, things that can go awry as well. Um, you know, such as uh, there's not a lot of backbiting or back chatting. Um, I mean, right. there, there's there's a degree of it because anytime you get a lot of people around, there's gonna be some degree of it. But like the back the backstabbing back chatting is like very much minimal. And it's more then, protective, in my opinion. Yeah, it's less and, less drama, but more like I don't know if you should go with that particular person because they do X Y Z with this person, you know. Yeah, um, and but we're all yeah we're all very uh, highly informed with each other. We're all looking out for one another, and mm-hmm. I think that um, mm-hmm. it, it, and I think we hit on it earlier about uh, vanilla bars not being really oh, those safe. that let's safe, and how right. like com- you know like our community, our lifestyle clubs are. Very, very safe. Like, yeah. I've never had to worry about leaving a drink somewhere. I'll find mm-hmm. it 25 minutes later and be like, and it, not, a, not a problem in the world. Yeah. I would never do that in a vanilla place. Yeah. Right. So how do you guys identify? I'm totally getting into the tough questions Okay, now. here comes the tough questions. Here we so, go. Um, we, how do you identify sexually? Sexually? Um, I don't know. Actually, ever since the episode with the girls and how Molly kind of – how she kind of described herself being uh, pan – Mm-hmm. I'm kind of leaning more towards that, even though I'm more yeah. of the straight variety, just because I'm not really into other dicks. And that's from practice. I'm mm-hmm. not really like I've had had my dick sucked by another guy. And I was like, that was fine, but I'm OK. Yeah. Yeah. He says I do it better. Mad <laughs> <laughs> props. <laughs> just saying. Bow down. So, uh, and I actually love this question because I love, because, uh, you know, as a in part of the newer generation and stuff like that, we're, that we're, non, we're, 
That, let me, let me, yeah. Okay. So the, the non-binary kind of idea, ideals and stuff, I like to describe myself as a gay man in a woman's body. Um, and the person who told me that is one of my best friends uh, for life and um, kind of my work husband in a way. And ever since then, everybody I've told that to is, that, that knows me is like, absolutely, that makes perfect sense. And it's like uh, they, like being that way, I am perfectly straight. I'm only, I'm only in it for, for the dick, to be honest. And, um, but I also am a pleasurist. So I provide, um, a strap on a dick of my own, which provides me like kind of a psychological pleasure while mm-hmm. allowing me to please women in a way that, you know, I don't have to go down on because that's not something that, you know, that's she, amazing. yeah, she doesn't really like to, she doesn't like going down on other ladies. That's cause I go down on them for the both of us. <laughs> That's true. So, so she describes herself as a gay man in a woman's body, but I would almost describe myself as a lesbian in a man's body. But I've heard that said a lot and it kind of sounds like a cliche. So I'm not going to call myself that, but I just really, really like pussy. We do. Yeah. We, do yin and, we do yin and yang together very well we though, do. in that way that, you know, um, some parts I am definitely more masculine and yes. he is more feminine mm-hmm. and it, we just gel well together in that dynamic. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. So you mentioned work because you said your your work husband. Yes. <laughs> so you guys are obviously very open when you're when it comes to your relationship. Yes. yes. Um I have pretty much been an open book to anybody who had even an inkling of a question. Same here. Um just because mm-hmm. and I think that is because of, you know, uh I work in a very loose and open environment. Um, there's, you know, it's a newer industry, so, um, we don't have to really worry about, um, not stigmas. Just not kidding. Yeah. No, no. Porn's one of the oldest industries. What are you talking about? I know. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, no, like, I don't, you know, there's not a lot of, I mean, the, the industry I'm in is so new that stigma breaking is a part of it. So it's kind of open and out and yeah, all of my friends know, um, and usually ask me, uh, I'm always asked, what did you do at the ranch this weekend? And I'd be like, well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah, and so it's one of those that we, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like my family knows the extent that they want to know. My friends usually are the ones that like I'm showing, you know, like this is what I wore this weekend um, without going too much into details. Like I saw so-and-so and this was fun. And um, some people hang on my every word. Other people are just like, oh yeah, that's, I couldn't do it. Like, you know, yeah. there's, there's a whole spectrum of people, uh, of different reactions I've gotten. So how do you feel about what we're doing? I know like we're all partnered together. Mm-hmm. And so this is like a really fun interview. Actually. Yeah. It is. <laughs> but how do you feel about what we're doing and why did you guys decide to be a part of this craziness? I really wanted to be a part of this because this is something I would have liked to have been able to watch when I first started. Like, I would have liked this as a resource to kind of watch and be like, oh, okay, so when you are in a group sex situation, you get soft and it's sometimes you don't be able, you won't, you won't be able to perform that time. Well, that's okay. It happens. You right. know, mm-hmm. like it's just hearing these stories and how all these people, you know, have their relationships, react, how, how, how their relationship dynamics are built and how they communicate. It's just interesting to see. So just seeing all that diversity amongst us and like, I totally lost my train of thought. We got really stoned before this, just FYI. (laughs) But no, that's just, just, that's just it. Legal in our state. I wanted there to be a resource so that if you are getting into the lifestyle, you have at least somewhat of a roadmap that's been treaded upon, you know? 
know, like, you know, this road has been gone before. Don't, you know, nothing's too scary. Don't worry about it. Even if what you get out of it is that there is no roadmap. Right. Yeah, like, that yes, too. It doesn't matter where you're going or how you get there. You, you get can, to draw it. Yes, exactly. And so that's the biggest takeaway, I think, that we're all wanting um, to get out of this is to explain the differences because you guys definitely play much different um, mm-hmm. than myself and Kenji or than Jen and Mike. And so, you know, for us, we we see you guys out and we know we see the love that you have with each other. We see when you're dancing and, oh, so and just the way that you guys look at each other and all of that. But then we see the other side of, oh, yeah. This is my date tonight. Well, where's Trish? Well, Trish is on a date somewhere else tonight. And <laughs> and that is a different dynamic yeah. than what both of us are used to. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it took some while to get used to it. Like, how how do I talk to this new date now? And how do I, you know, getting around that? And so it really is an interesting conversation to have because you guys do play so differently. Yeah. Well, and like part of that is um, like kind of that particular night, I remember it was kind of time and opportunity because um, one of the couples that we were kind of double dating, but the chemistry didn't work like all four ways. Mm -hmm. um, I was trying to give like, I was trying to give the gentleman like a little bit more of of a chance because him and I seemed to click. Um, So, and like, so we, so I decided to go (laughs) out. (laughs) So I decided to go out um, with him on a, on a separate date and that was fine. And like, it was one of those that just kind of lined up with a house party with some friends of ours. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you should go to the house party. Yeah, you should go to the house party and take, you know, take someone that with you. Um, and then I'll meet I, the original plan was to meet him there later. Um, but then when I was out with with my date, he was like, well, I could go at the house party, but I can't have fun at the house party because like we're like him and his wife are so new to the relationship, like they had set up certain boundaries. And I was like, well, that's cool. Would you want to go meet these people? I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if they're going to be like in the thick of it by the time we get there. Probably not. But they like, we yeah, <laughs> like probably not. But we can still make a, an appearance and, you know, say hi. And but uh, distance is a thing, and so we just decided to head back to my place because I knew Gomez wasn't going to be there. Uh, <laughs> so it was it was one of those that it was a more that was more convenient for us at the time, mm-hmm. and so we played it that way. And it's you know decompre- you know debriefing later. It was just like yeah, it just seemed like a better option. It's like yeah, that's absolutely fine. You know. That's um, when I took what's her name. That's what I'm gonna call her for now. <laughs> and um, that was no, that was a fun night. Um, I ended up not playing with her. I think I just went down on Audrey that night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, so, like, it's been one of those things that's, like, time and opportunity. Um, If, if usually, like, I like to do my dates when he's either working or otherwise occupied. Like, if Mm -hmm. he has an art thing that he's doing or something, I'll entertain myself. Yeah. Right. Um, But in in some regards, like, if someone wants to date on a Friday night and we're both off on Fridays, I'll put it far enough ahead that gives him a chance to find a date. Mm -hmm. And so that way we can both be busy at the same time. And so that way one of us isn't home just, like, you know. Right. At home. (laughs) So I love that because – Quite honestly, like, I would never do that. Like, Mike and I, whenever we do individual dates, we've only done it, like, uh, less than a handful of times. I'm okay. pretty sure I can count it on two fingers. So, because it just doesn't go well. <laughs> Which would probably mean twice. For us. <laughs> 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 so, 
Um, do you think like so? We even though we have conversations about like OGs, original gangsters, and kind of people who've been in lifestyle forever, but you guys are actually more experienced in lifestyle than than I am. Interestingly enough, wow. you're just we just have an age difference. So mm. that I think that there's a weird like. I don't know, four square, if you will, about, you know, male, female age and, you know, generation and experience. So it's so interesting to me that you guys have been able to progress to this level because I'm not there. Oh, thank right. you. Mm. <laughs> and really one sweet. big thing with that is um, that you guys do much differently that I know is online dating. So- we're, on, we're on that website. Yep. Yep. So we are definitely on... Um, Websites in terms of, you know, couples and that are primarily lifestyle geared. But you guys also are members of individual, like your traditional swipe left, swipe right type. Mm-hmm. Well, traditional, traditional might not be the right word. Like, yeah, the vanilla, the vanilla modern vanilla. age. Yeah, yes. the modern age va- dating apps. Um, there you go. Yeah. But how do you explain that? So if you're on a van- like a more vanilla dating app versus a lifestyle app, for example, how do you explain, hey, I'm married, I have permission, and then do your prospective partners talk to each other. It's been extremely tough with some of them. Mm-hmm. One of them in particular has a poly setting, so it is yeah, a little bit easier. That one's easier, but I remember I was actually on one that was called something else. I'm not going to name what it is. And me and this other person were talking, and I was actually telling them about the podcast. And I was like, oh, I'm working on the, this podcast and stuff. She's like, oh, yeah, how much work do you have? And I was like, blah, 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 blah. She's like, are you into the swinging thing? I was like, well, yeah, I've been into it for the last four years. Oh, we're not going to fit. Okay. Which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, it's yeah. okay. okay. It's that's better fine. to know up front. And that's, you know, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things that on the whole, fishing in such a big pond like that can be really tough. Yeah. Um, but one of the pieces of advice that um, we've been given is, you know, there's nothing wrong with going on a lot of different first dates. Yeah. Right. Um, just because you never know. Like, I mean, you're, that's, I mean, one of the things, one of the, one of the big things is that we've been together for so long. Like we've been, I mean, we're not high school sweethearts. I guess technically we could be considered college sweethearts. Yeah, college sweethearts. Um, even though I'm a college dropout. Uh, but, uh, like we, you can see each other, you can see it as, um, now it's my turn for my, my train to derail. Uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Tell me, so when you're talking about being like when everybody's focused on whether or not you're open about lifestyle on right. vanilla dating sites. Right. And, and so like, yeah, that... casting that, casting that big a net on such a, you know, in such a wide site can be really, uh, really hard. I have heard of people making success out of it, but it's like a, a drop in the bucket. It's yeah. just, it's literally, it, it ends up being one of a couple of different avenues that you have to try. Right. Um, not that it's necessarily the most successful one, I think, but, um, when, you know, like, you know, we, there are options to, to utilize and that's just, that's one of them. But I do use the one that's meant for lifestyle couples the most, actually. That's the one that me and her use together the most, actually. I've always said, even like, not with, in or without of lifestyle is it's better to be a big fish in a small pond than a small fish in a big pond. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if you're going out and trying like to, to do the extra work and maybe that's something that some people want to do if you want to like, and I don't feel like, um, converting people is the right word, but sometimes, um, 
when people are vanilla and they don't know our walls here and you're just trying to expand, but if you're on certain sites, then we get to, you know, there's a lot of extra work that goes on versus going onto sites or to going through platforms or going to clubs, doing all the things we do in lifestyle within our community that helps us become just, it just cuts out a lot. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just get to be mm-hmm. honest. Yes. Yeah, no, there is, I think, I think the big idea is that we all are on the same basic page of if you're, if you identify as somebody within the lifestyle, then you are looking for something kinkier than just regular, you know, the, you know, uh, you know monogamy, but I'm, I'm talking about more just like the, um, like missionary position on a Friday night. Like, right. you know, yeah. like you're looking for something a little spicier. Nothing no wrong with that. No more vanilla sex. Right, right. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> it, but with some, there's, like, some people, <laughs> there's some people that have fantasized about it that, you know, they don't know that the community is, it is the way it is. And like, that's one of the things that really wanted, like one of the reasons why I wanted to get in on this is because I want to let people know who have those fantasies know that there are people who you can, you can, you know, choose to yes. pursue these with. Yes. Right. And it's not it's not just something that you can you can keep in your head for, you know, life. Um, you can actually, you know, pursue what you want and it it's a whole wide wide open world out there. Um and so like being uh having the opportunity to at least uh share that, you know, and having the ability to open some minds is mm-hmm. is fantastic. That's awesome. Is there any other things that you'd like to share with us? Um, I think other than the fact that we were actually trying to do adult film here in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, we, you know, as, as artists. 30 minute of, call time. <laughs> <laughs> as, uh, as artists who have kind of evolved through, uh, years of different kind of mediums and stuff. It's always, it's really funny cause this is how we get into things. Like we always start with, you know, get into it with art. Yeah. And so, yeah, our, our next logical step, one of the things that we do want to do is in my eyes do like positive lifestyle porn doing, oh, yeah. you know, doing cause like doing when, the cuck holes where it's not the, the husband going like, Oh, why is this happening? <laughs> 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 like, you know, I think that there's a big gap, especially in the porn industry right now with, uh, what I, what I consider soft kink, which is, you know, the BDSM stuff. That's not, you know, slap and, you know, more tickle than slap, basically. Yeah. Right. Um, there's not a lot of that on there. And then there's not a lot of positive, you know, wife swapping, swinger, lifestyle kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I really want to – that's the avenues. That's the the niche that I think we should pursue. Well, I always describe what I wanted to do as just HBO-style prestige dramas with actual sex in them. That's the, <laughs> that's the best way to describe what I want to do. Yeah, but the problem is I think, like, is that a lot of people are so scared of being like open in lifestyle and they're scared of being on camera. They're scared of all of those. Mm -hmm. They're scared of being sex positive. Yeah. Yes. And I don't understand. I mean, I did, I guess I'm just not that way, but I mean, that's, but I get it. I mean, that's kind of why we do this. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's why we all team together because eventually we are going to change the world. I know it. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on Monogamish. Where inquiring minds want to know. And if you guys would like to support us, please visit our website at monogamish.com. And don't forget, there's a dash between the M and the I. Mm-hmm.